33-0. It's time. For all you gace people, pro-gace, you can't even say, let him be. You can't even say, don't judge him based on Falk. That's done. That's over. You know, I at least tried to be fair about it. Hang tight. Don't judge them until they get Darnold back. That's over. No more. If you encounter an anti-Gase person, you don't argue. It's that simple. What we saw on Monday Night Football was an unprepared team. Think about it. You don't even have to think about it. What the hell am I talking about? Defense. Gets blown away in the first drive, and truly not blown away. It was methodical. It was half the quarter in terms of time of possession. What really stood out, and we know the offensive line is horrible. We know this. I mean, I have to be the I have to be the person who has screamed about it the hardest and the longest for the last three years under McCagnan. I have to be. You know, I look around, I have to be that person. I'm the one that put out a podcast, Don't Believe the Hype, in the spring. Didn't really see that from other people. That was here. That was me. So, we know the offensive line is terrible. If you've listened, you know it's terrible. But it doesn't matter. What happened on Monday night was a team that was completely unprepared. And here's the worst part about it. I saw good things out of this game, especially early. The Jets' D-line played very well against the Pats' O-line on the ground. The Jets' O-line rushed the ball. This might have been their best rushing game of the season, as crazy as that sounds. Look at the stats. Did you see what Le'Veon did? No, it's not a 100-yard game. But comparatively, 15 carries, 70 yards. Folks, that's 4.7 on the ground. Michelle, 19 carries, 42 yards. That's 2.2. The Pats ran the ball for an average of 2.2 yards per carry. The Jets ran the ball 4.1 yards per carry. And they lost 33-0. That's outrageous. The worst part about it all is they go into the game, you know what this Pats defense does. And luckily for the Jets, they are used to it. They faced it all year. They faced it with Falk in there. High pressure. Everybody up on the line, completely disrespecting the weapons. Cover zero. Nobody deep. Man up. Darnold doesn't even have to worry if it's man or zone. It's man. Every play. 
He doesn't have to worry about a five or six man rush. It is. That's what is so alarming. You know it's coming. Yeah, the O-line's not good. Okay. But that's what's so alarming. It was a coaching clinic by Belichick. It was a quarterback clinic by Brady at the line. The number of free runners Darnold faced on Monday Night Football, the number is greater than what Brady will face all season long. I guarantee you. Brady faced one last night. Got it out to the flat quickly. Darnold, yeah, he was bad. We know this. He was seeing ghosts. And Gase on the conference call today, you know, he had no problem with miking up, uh, miking up Darnold for the game. But he and the organization do have a problem with ESPN airing that one comment. So right now there's a bit of a... Uh, there's a bit of an issue here, and I'll give you the direct quote. I tweeted it live while when he said it. They're going to look into it, he said. They're going to analyze it. Gase on ESPN's mic'd up Sam Darnold situation. I don't know if we can allow our franchise quarterback to be put out there like that, end quote. He brings up the possibility of reevaluating their cooperation with this network. Whatever. I mean, I wouldn't have him mic'd up against the Pats, but it's not the worst thing in the world. You do trust ESPN to do the right thing. Do you blame ESPN? You know, Darnold was, Darnold gave a truthful moment. He's a truthful kid. He's a California kid. He's laid back. He'll be brutally honest. I don't know if I blame ESPN either. It sucks, and we'll get on this real quick. It sucks that Darnold's going to have to live with this situation for a little bit but he's gonna have to live with it it's prime time it's national he was seeing ghosts he had happy feet he was terrible in the pocket his mechanics were awful his accuracy was terrible his decisions were god awful he's gonna have to live with that comment until he proves otherwise and for everyone saying it's the same as mark sanchez butt fumble which is still the most overrated thing in jets history it's not even close but, hey, Darnold knows the situation. He'll take it. He'll move on. He'll look to do it next week against, uh, was it Jacksonville? Jacksonville, Miami, I think back-to-back. I'm obviously not going, you could tell. I don't even know which comes first, Miami or Jacksonville. I think it's Jacksonville. But, you know, speaking of the coaching, first play of the game. First play of the game, pick. I'm sorry, second play of the game. Second and eight, Jets come out, empty look. Now, to go empty, this is something I'm on Gase about. Le'Veon's an excellent blocker in the backfield. To go empty, so often against a cover zero, high-pressure team, who covers so well in man-to-man, and you know Robbie Anderson and Damaris Thomas are going to be shut out. Herndon's absence was huge because Herndon and Crowder could win underneath. Those are the only options that could win underneath against this defense. Robbie Anderson, no shot against Gilmore. No shot. Damaris Thomas, 
Very little shot. And when he does get open, he, he drops it. But second and eight, first pass play. After a two-yard gain, he goes empty. See the Pats milling around. They're moving around. They're acting all coy and deceptive. Okay, five, six man at the line of scrimmage. There goes the DB. Times it perfectly, and that's coaching. They time it perfectly. They mill around. They try not to let you know who's coming. And who would he send? Five or six or seven on that. He sent six, I believe. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Hold on. Bear with me. I'm going to check this out, make sure. I mean, if it's seven, you got to be kidding me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's see here. Sent seven. Actually, it was six. One of the DBs backed out at the last moment. But still, that's just, man, if you can't win in that situation, you're not prepared. Now, Darnold was awful. It, it's a combination. It's never one thing when this happens. It's never one thing. Early on, McDaniels destroyed Greg Williams. The defense as a whole did okay. They had some good moments. But early on, McDaniels knew his offensive line couldn't overpower the Jets. So he used a lot of deception. Notice the first touchdown to Michelle. It was a flip. It was a flip uh, off a play, off a fake to the other side. A lot of deception. Uh, flip power where they pulled two guys. So from early on, from an overall standpoint, it was a clinic, a coaching clinic. And at ten nothing, with about three minutes left, Jets get the ball back for the second time. I made the statement, this is not over, because I saw some good things early on. The Jets' trenches were actually winning in many regards. Just They just weren't prepared. They just didn't look prepared. They didn't look like they knew what was coming. And I cannot wait to look at the film tomorrow. I just can't wait. Because it's an outrageous statement. It's an outrageous reality. And... I mean, there's not much else to say about it. If you're a Jets fan, four-man rush, I'm watching that play on the Damaris Thomas drop. It was a four-man rush. It wasn't blocked terribly, but Darnold had a happy feet. He was not the same guy we saw last week. He was completely freaked out, losing his mind, not into it. As much as... Much as you could blame Gase, you could blame Darnold to the same degree. There's no question about it. And when you watch a game in which you can't point out one thing that was done right or one player that had a good game, the whole building is at fault. There's no question about it. I mean, look at the Pats D. I can't wait to look at this film. This Pats D, it's disrespect. When you're an offensive mind... And you're seeing cover zero this often and you're not capitalizing. You have to feel so depressed and disrespected. I mean, I can't even imagine what's going through Gase's mind right now. The disrespect that Belichick showed the Jets offense last night. Saying, yeah, Robbie Anderson cannot beat Gilmore. Not even in his sleep. 
Demaris Thomas, forget about it. Crowder, Darnold ain't going to find him. That's what Belichick said, and it worked. Oh, and also Belichick said, look at this terrible offensive line. Who hasn't drafted a first-round offensive lineman since 2006? And a second-round offensive lineman since 2010? It's a joke? Kid coming back from mono? Yeah, I'll send six and seven guys every time. It's going to be it's gonna be easy. I mean, the best thing that came out of last night was the Star Wars trailer, I guess. You know, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Of course, I've watched them all. Nice trailer. But the other part about it, even though the defense played well, the defense played spectacularly considering Tremaine Johnson is on the field, who is not an NFL cornerback. Not anymore. He's just too slow. He can't do it. Considering Tremaine Johnson's on the field, and considering they don't have a pass rusher who could win in one-on-one coverage. Josh Allen for the Jags. Was he have five sacks now? Either four or five. Right there for the take and at number three. Nope. Let's take Quinnen Williams. Let's take another interior guy. And I love Quinnen. Good kid. Has potential. But you got to complete your football team first. You know, you got to complete it. You got to pick the positions that you need desperately, that you've needed desperately for two decades. It's the way it works. There's a sign in New England that says, do your job. The Jets DNs can't do their job because they don't have the proper personnel for them to pull off their job. Kyle Phillips, playing great. He's mainly playing on the outside. He doesn't belong out there. Henry Anderson, love the guy. He's mainly playing on the outside. He doesn't belong out there in this league. It's a severe handicap. But that's not for today. Severe handicaps with the four-man conventional rush offensive line. They were thoroughly outcoached. Thoroughly embarrassed. And as I talk, I'm watching the fourth and six right now. I mean, what can you say? They, they, you can't play that way. You can't come into a game looking like that. For all the gay stouters, for all the anti-gaze people... Pitted up against the people who loved Gase. No more. Can't hear it anymore. You know, I was fair about it. Let's wait until Darnold comes back. Don't judge him based on Falk. That's done. Great game against the Cowboys. It's okay to lose to the Patriots. It's okay to lose to the Patriots by 14, 21 points even. It's not okay to come into a Monday night national primetime football game looking so unprepared and losing 33-0 when your ground game doubled the production in yards per carry against the Pats ground game. It's mind-boggling. Really is. 
So we'll uh, NBA starts tonight. Yankees are done. We know that. And the Yankees, I mean, Aaron Judge, I love the guy. He's a good leader. This is his team. But guess what? He's got to do more. You know, when you look at Atuve and Bregman, these guys never strike out. Comparatively to the league today. You are 80 times a season. Not like Judge's 200. Yeah, Houston as a team does strike out a lot. But they did all the little things right. Base running. Uh, twice in the series, they were they were in a pickle between third and home and converted a great a bad situation into a pretty good situation where they'd end up with third and second. They did that twice. The base running, the little things, the putting the ball in play, the defense, Brantley in left field. Judge didn't go from first to third on a Glaber hit when it was obviously he misread it early in the game. He was a third or fourth inning, the inning where they, they got the one run. Judge getting doubled off on the Brantley catch. You know, it's the little things that once again have them sent home packing. And I just, you know, while to a degree it's true, you can't, Cashman can't build a team for October, can't build a team for the postseason. There has to be a percentage of that plan in which you can. You know, you look for the guy who could put the ball in play. Uh, You think about the Yankees team last year from this year. They did get better for October by getting LeMahieu. By putting him in the everyday lineup. So I I don't buy the notion where you can't uh, build a team for October. You can. It's just, there's just small wiggle room there. It's not a great percentage when you look at building a team. But there is a small percentage where it is true, and you can. It came down to the little things and not having the horses. Garrett Cole, Verlander, got to have the horses. You know, the Royals did it without a rotation whatsoever, with a tremendous bullpen and a big-time clutch lineup that did the little things, stole bases, uh, you know, Turn back the clock a little bit. Not NL ball like we saw from Girardi's 96 team, but as turned back as you could possibly have, as you could possibly see in this new era of baseball, 2015, when they won in Queens. Sorry, Jets fans. But, you know, the Yankees, the one glimmer of hope this city had, gone fishing. Rangers, after winning their first two, will lose their next four and look terrible. NBA season starts tonight. I think Nets and Knicks both open tomorrow. Knicks are on the road. Their first home game is until the weekend, I believe. Two road games and then a home game. I think three games in five days or three games in six days, something like that. So NBA season starts. And for the Jets... It's off to Florida for the next two weeks. We'll see what Gase does. But the important takeaway is for the anti-Gase people 
This is your day. The fights you got into with those loving Gase, loving the idea of offense, loving the idea of building the quarterback up, properly manning the franchise arm, that's done. I don't want to hear it. It's over. Tomorrow I'll look at film. And uh, we'll see exactly how the New York Jets were outcoached. We know Darnold was terrible. I think the narrative of the film this week will be exactly how Belichick, McDaniels, and Brady put on a clinic against Adam Gase and the New York Jets. 